0: Good afternoon, everybody. This is Vin Scully speaking to you from Crosley Field in Cincinnati with Jerry Doggett and Al Helper on hand as the Brooklyn Dodgers and Cincinnati Redlegs are about ready to wrap up their three-game series this afternoon. Today's game, like all the Dodger games this year, will be brought to you by Lucky Strike, the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. It's made by the American Tobacco Company, and tobacco is our middle name. And the F&M Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn, Brewers of Schaefer Beer, America's oldest lager beer. The Dodgers and Redlegs playing a single game today to wrap up their three-game series. This will be meeting number 17. They've split it down the middle, each side having won eight of the preceding 16, and each side having won four of eight played here, and four of the eight played back east, so they're about as even as you can be. In today's ballgame, it will be Johnny Padres for Brooklyn and Brooks Lawrence for Cincinnati. Lawrence, making his 20th start, has completed 8 and appeared 12 times in relief. His record 11 wins and 6 defeats. He is 2-0 against Brooklyn and lifetime 6 wins and 5 defeats. He appeared, you might remember, briefly pitching the ninth inning of Friday night's game in relief. Johnny Padres for Brooklyn, making his 16th start, has completed seven ballgames and appeared three times in the league. John, eight wins and three defeats. He is two and one against Cincinnati at lifetime eight and four. Johnny has had an exceptional success this year on the road. He lost his first road game to the Pittsburgh Pirates and since then has pitched five complete road game victories, allowing only one run in his last 45 innings on the road. He pitched shutouts the polar ground, then won here six to one at Cincinnati when Ed Bailey hit a home run in the second inning of that game. And he then followed with three consecutive road shutouts at Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. And you remember that terrific ball game the other night when he bested St. Louis one to nothing. So Padres, as he warms up right now, has a string of 34 consecutive scoreless innings on the road, since allowing that home run by Bailey on May the 21st. Johnny, by the way, leads the majors in shutouts with five. Jim Wilson had four. came very close to number five, but Billy Pierce had to help him out. For Dodger lineup today, Charlie Neal opens up at shortstop and Jim Gilliam at second base. Duke Snyder batting third in center field. The field has dried out considerably since yesterday, so there is no danger now of loose topsoil giving way and Snyder's tricky knee being re-injured, so he's back in the lineup hitting third. Gil Hodges, not feeling too well, but nevertheless, the big fella's going to stay at first base. He had a tooth removed, and since that time, a little reaction to it. His hand bothers him a little bit, and his legs are a little tired. But as Gil said, with a kind of a sheepish grin, he'll be there at first. So Hodges in the cleanup spot at first base. The Redlegs take the field right now before a big crowd. We should have another crowd close to 30,000 today. Sandy Amoros will be in left field batting fifth. Carl Frillo who had a single and a home run yesterday, will be in right field. Roy Campbell onto the catcher, batting seven. Peewee Reese will be at third base. Randy Jackson, it's conceivable, could have played today. However, he twisted his knee slightly yesterday, and they're always afraid that he might seriously injure it. So they'll give him a day off. However, he could appear as a pinch hitter. So Reese, instead, will be at third base, batting eight. And the pitcher, is Johnny Padres. For Cincinnati, Johnny Temple opens up at second base and Gus Bell in center field. Don Hoke will hit third and play third base. George Crow in the cleanup spot at first. We'll continue with the red leg lineup in a few moments, but right now, our national anthem. Continue with the Cincinnati lineup: George Crow in the cleanup spot in first, then Frank Robinson in left field. Ed Bailey the catcher. Wally Post is dropped to the seventh spot in right field. Roy McMillan the shortstop, and the pitcher Brooks Lawrence, eleven wins and six defeats, two and zero against Brooklyn, at lifetime six and five. The four umpires for this series, as they rotate today, it'll be Stan Landis back of the plate. Bill Baker on the line at first, Frank Dascoli umpiring at second, and Frank Sicori on the line back at third. A big day of baseball today. The Giants and the Milwaukee Braves are playing a doubleheader. In the first game, it'll be Johnny Antonelli 9-10 against Bob Kulbrich 3-2. Pittsburgh and, and St. Louis, Vernon Law and Vaughn McDaniel, and the Cardinals lead one to nothing at the end of an inning and a half. Philadelphia and Chicago, Kurt Simmons and Tom Paholsky. No score at the end of two innings. All those games, doubleheaders. In the American League, Tigers and Yankees playing two. Boyt against Larson. It's a 1-1 tie at the end of an inning and a half. No score at the end of an inning and a half. Chicago and Baltimore, Harshman and Odell. The Red Sox lead 1-0 at the end of an inning and a half on Ted Williams' home run. And it's 3-2 Kansas City over Washington at the end of six and a half innings in the first of two. So you're right up to date. Charlie Neal coming up. Lucky Strike blowing smoke rings to you from Crosley Field in Cincinnati. And for Lucky Strike and the play-by-play, here's Jerry Doggett. Thanks, Ben, and hi, everyone. Charlie Neal stepping in, and our ball game about gets set. Underway, It'll be Neal with a 263 batting average, seven home runs and 30 runs batted in. Brook Lawrence, the big right-hander, checks his sign to wind up in the first pitch of the game. Swung on a fly ball at the left field. Robinson moves over to his left and hauls it down for the out. So Neal, first ball hitting, lines out to Frank Robinson in left field. One up, one down, and the batter, Junior Gilliam. Junior had a long dry spell before he got the base hit yesterday. Batting average is .250, one home run, 23 runs batted in. Brooks Lawrence, 11 and 6 against the league, and 2 0 oh this year against the Dodgers. Lifetime, 6 and 5. Here's the pitch. Fastball is in for a strike. And Gilliam now steps out, complaining a bit to umpire Stan Landis. And Landis takes his mask off and is talking to Gilliam. Jr. rubs a handful of Dirt in his hands. Still talking to Landis. Didn't like the call on that pitch. The on-deck hitter, Duke Snyder, and down in the hole, Gil Hodges. Third baseman Don Holt playing in on the grass. Lawrence winds, and here's the pitch. Strike two, curveball ball at the knees, and it's nothing and two to Gilliam. Light, sunshiny day here in Cincinnati. Temperature in the 80s. Possibly will go as high as 90 degrees today. And a fine crowd. Gilliam leans back from a high curve, and it's ball one, strike two. Fans still coming in. The sun deck, the bleacher area in right field, is jam-packed. Folks still trying to find seats out there. Gilliam swings a fly ball, loops into short right field, coming on his post. He's there, and he makes the grab for the out. Throw away. Gilliam skies to post in short right field, two up and two down, and the batter will be Duke Snyder. Duke hitting 279 with 24 home runs and 57 runs batted in. Snyder, of course, did not play yesterday because of the soft ground in the outfield and the tricky knees. But Duke back in there today after the sunshine yesterday and today dried out the playing field very well. Lawrence into the windup. Here's his pitch fly ball to left field. Robinson now backing up to the edge of the terrace, goes up halfway, waits and makes the catch to the out to retire the side. So the Dodgers out on three fly balls, to the left, one to right, and the side retired in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and then left on. And at the end of a happening of play, it's Brooklyn nothing and the Red Legs coming to bat the word for Lucky Strike. Here's Ben. Well, middle of the first, friends, and that means a short pause before the red legs come up to bat. And means we have time, too, to wax eloquence about luckies, and that's an easy assignment, let me assure you. Because, friends, there's no smoke like a Lucky's. A Lucky's all cigarette, all fine tobacco. Tobacco that starts off right by being mild and naturally good-tasting. Tobacco that's toasted to taste even better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. So get in the mood, friends. Enjoy yourself. Light up a Lucky and discover the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. For the taste that you like, light up a Lucky Strike. You'll say a Lucky's the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked. have suddenly erupted a little bit in the dugout, perhaps uh, no doubt after Gilliam disputed a call on a strike at the plate. Big fiddler hollered and now Walter Austin, out in defense of his first base coach, has been given the boot by plate umpire Stan Landers. and we haven't even gotten to the last of the first inning. A towel comes sailing out of the Dodger dugout, but Austin, no doubt about it, has been chased by plate umpire Stan Landers. To get back into it now, remember Gilliam at the plate took a strike and hollered about it. When the inning ended, the Dodgers began to holler from the dugout. Landis World walked towards the dugout and tried to quiet them. Austin came out in defense, I believe, of Jake Pittler. And Austin, apparently, got so carried away in talking to Landis that he said something untoward, and Stan Landis gave him the booth. And there, sitting quietly in a box seat, leaning on the railing, is Walter Alston's father, who right now, you can imagine, sees all of this one-sided. So, Walter Alston, thrown out of the ball game with his dad no more than 60 feet away, and Alston now stops and gives his batting card to Billy Herman, and it has been Don Newcomb who has been given the boot, along with Walter Alston. So Newcomb, who has a very loud voice, and if Don apparently hollering from the bench was chased, and Austin shot out trying to protect his pitcher and instead has been given the boot himself. So before the Dodgers take the field in the bottom of the first inning, they lose their manager and Don Newcomb. Newcomb is not scheduled to pitch until Tuesday, but the Dodgers conceivably could have used him as a left-handed pinch hitter. So the pressure of the pennant race has erupted before we can even get to the last of the first inning. The Dodgers have both manager Walter Olsen and Don Newcomb kicked out of the ballgame. Well, here we go again. Fasten your seat belts to the bottom of the first inning. No score. Johnny Temple coming up, and here's Jerry. Johnny Padres now talking with Ceeley Reese, and this one about ready to go now in the last half of the first inning. And as Vinny told you, the rhubarb right here in the first. Stan Landis putting the thumb on New Command, Walt Olsen. Here's Johnny Temple at bat, now hitting 286. First pitch is in for a strike. Curveball caught the inside corner to the right-hand batter. Johnny Padres with an exceptional record on the road this year. to third base, Temple around first, digs to second now as Amoros makes his throw there, and it's not in time, and Temple is on at second base, on a two-base set. a hard smash with right by Peewee Reese at third base, so Temple is on with a double down on the left field line, and the batter will be Gus Bell, Johnny Temple at second base, Bell at bat with a 295 batting average, 12 home runs, and 52 runs batted in. Padres now checks second, delivers to Bell. The curveball is over for a strike. Padres has a string of 34 consecutive scoreless innings on the road since allowing a home run to Bailey here at Cincinnati on May the 21st. Hodges now delivers to the plate, swung on and missed for a strike, and the count to Gus Bell is nothing in two. No score. We're in the last half of the first inning. The Redlegs have Johnny Temple on second base and nobody out. Bell at bat, Don Hope to follow, and then George Crow. Series all even, one win apiece. Dodgers won yesterday 5-3. The Red Legs won Friday night 6-5 in 11 innings. Here's the look, the 0-2 pitch. Fly ball hits left field. Sandy Amorose backs up a step, now moves a little bit toward the line, and makes the catch for the out. The bell skies to Amorose in left field, and up now will be Don Hope. Hope hitting 287, 14 home runs, and 59 runs batted in. One out, one on. Temple at second base with a leadoff double for the Red Legs in the last half of the first inning. No score. Don Holtz hitting in the number three spot in the Red Leg batting order. Johnny Padres checks the runner, delivers to the plate. Breaking ball to the knees, and it's ball one. One ball, no strikes on Holtz. Again, ready. Checks Temple off second base. The pitch is high on inside. Ball two. Hope started to lean into the pitch and then came back out of there. Did not break the rift. And it's a ball two count. Gilliam trying to keep a short holder on Temple at second base. Keeps moving in and out. Ball two. No strikes on Don Hope. Campanella flashes out of sign. Outfield swung a little bit to the left against the right-hand batter, and now Hoke steps out, and Padres and Campanella will talk it over. Want to make sure on the signs, perhaps. So Campy goes out to meet Johnny halfway to the mound. At third Reese; Neal is at short, Gilliam at second, and Hodges at first base. Amarose in left, Snyder in center, and Peruna was in right. Campanella catching, and Padres doing the pitching ball, no strike count on Don Hoek. Padres out of a stretch, here's the pitch. Change-up is bounced down the third baseline. Great backhand stop by Reese, but he has no play. And Hoek is on, and at second base, holding on there is Johnny Temple. A hard-bounding ball at the third baseline that Reese backhanded on the line, knocked down, and then uh, jumped on the ball and fell down and had no play, and it goes as the base hit for Don Hoek. So the Red Legs have two on and George Crowe coming to bat. Crow hitting 301, 23 home runs, and 69 runs batted in. And now the Dodger infield goes to double play in step and slides around a bit to the right side. Reese will play in a third and fairly wide of the bag. Neal shading second base and Gilliam and Hodges deep on the right side. Here's the pitch to Crow. The fastball is the knees for a strike. The Redlegs have two on, one out, and there's no score in the last half of the first inning. Johnny Padres looking for a sign, ready to pitch to George Crow. Johnny out of a stretch, here's the pitch. Crow swings and taps one up the first baseline foul. McCormick makes the play on the ball in the first-base coaching lines, and the counter crow is strike two. Padres in 111 innings so far this year has struck out 65 and walked just 25. Earned run average is 2.76. Lucky strike, up in a tree this afternoon from Crosley Field in Cincinnati. The Redlegs with a first-inning threat going, no score, two on, one out. Padres ready, here's the pitch. Crow swings and misses strike three. So George Crow is out on strike. Strikeout number one for Padres. Two away now, and the batter is Frank Robinson. Frank hitting 310, has 14 home runs and 44 runs batted in. Last of the first inning, two out, two on. Temple at second, and Don Hoke. At Padres checks the sign. Eyes the runners. Here's the pitch. Ground ball bounced back to the middle for a base hit. Temple turns in the score. Here's the throw back to second base from the Red Lakes lead one to nothing. And so far, Johnny Padres, a long string on the road, is broken. He has gone 34 consecutive scoreless innings on the road. The Red Legs punch home a run on Frank Robinson's ground ball single up the middle. On the play, Don Hope raced around to third. Temple came across the score. The batter will be the catcher, Ed Bailey. Bailey is hitting 292, has 15 home runs and 39 runs batted in. Left-hander against left-hander now, with runners at first and third, two out. Curveball bounced down one big hop to Hodges, and the side is retired as Gill walks the ball to the bag. And so for the Redlegs in the first inning, one run on three main hits. No errors, and they left two men on. So at the end of one inning of play, it's Cincinnati one, and the Dodgers nothing. And now, here's Vince. Well, say, friend, when does a batter call a pitcher an iron Mike? Well, I'm sure you got the idea on that one, of course. It's when the pitcher is having an off day, when he's easier to hit than iron mite, the pitching machine. But you know, after the ball game, both pitcher and batter have the same name for genuine smoking enjoyment, for a genuine cigarette. And that, of course, is Lucky Strike. And why luckies? Well, here's why. A lucky is all cigarettes, all fine tobacco mild naturally good tasting tobacco that's toasted to taste even better cleaner fresher smoother have you tried a lucky lately you'll say it's the best tasting cigarette you ever smoked paul frank robinson who made the last out yesterday with a man at second base in the ninth he struck out against labine comes up in the first inning today and gets a base hit to drive in the run so at the end of one inning of play cincinnati-one and brooklyn nothing Dodges ready to come up with Hodges leading the parade and right back to Joe. Gill hitting 307 has 14 home runs, including one yesterday, and has had 16 runs battered in in his last 15 ball games. And Gill now is two behind Snyder in the RBI column for the Dodgers. Duke has 57. Against the Red Legs, Hodges has an average of 350 for the year. This is the 17th meeting, and the clubs are all even. 4-4 here, 4-4 in the East, and, of course, 8-8 eight eight on the year. The Dodgers against the Western clubs on the road this year are 14-12, and, and since the All-Star game have won 12 and lost 5. The Red Lakes, during the same span, have won 10 and lost 6. Brooks Lawrence now set the pitch to Gil Hodges. Here's the windup, and down it comes. Curveball is in for a strike. In case you joined us late, manager Walt Austin and pitcher Don Newcomb were given a evil by umpire Stan Landon before the bottom of the first inning got underway. Hodges swings at the high foul, coming back and out of play in the upper deck. And it's strike two to Hodges. An near-capacity crowd here again at Crosley Field in Cincinnati. In five games on this road trip, the Dodgers have drawn 131,000 fans. Here's the windup and the 0-2 pitch. Curve is outside, ball one. One and two on Hodges. Top of the second, Redlegs lead one to nothing. Playing in the second inning, New York nothing and Milwaukee nothing. In the fourth, Philadelphia and Chicago no score. Here's the pitch to Gill. Fastball is grounded out to the left side. Hope cuts in front of McMillan. The ball goes right through. Don Hope trying to go wide and in front of McMillan for the play on the ground ball. Couldn't field it. And with McMillan's view blocked by Hope, the ball went on through for a base hit to left field. So Hodges getting one through the left side hole. Had Hoke stayed away, McMillan more than likely would have made the play on the ball. But Hoke, of course, had to cut over. Any ball he can get to, he's got to make a play on. But then he blocked McMillan's view, and the ball went right through. Here's Ambrose at bat now, and he takes the pitch on the corner for a strike. Sandy hitting 295. Has five home runs and 19 runs batted in. And in 14 games as a starter, hitting .356. So Amarose has been one of the hot hitters for the Dodgers. One on here in the second with nobody out. Curveball is popped into short right field. Wally Post coming on. He's there now and makes the catch for the out. So Amarose flies out to Wally Post. One away. Hodges is holding his first base. And here's Carl Cirillo. Carl yesterday had a home run which proved to be the decisive margin It came with a man on, and the Dodgers won 5-3. Hodges at first base with one out in the second inning, and the Redlegs won, the Dodgers nothing. The Redleg infield now playing double play depth against Perillo. Lawrence out of a stretch, here's the pitch. The curveball is low, and it's ball one. Count and the pitch in for a strike evens it up at one and one. Lucky strike, tough the for you today from Crosley Field in Cincinnati. Carrillo swings a big hop to third, holds down to second for one, the throw to first, double play, and the side is the side for the double play, a thousand luckies go along to our VA hospital at Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They have a quarter of 10,000, and along comes the first thousand for the double play. So the Dodgers go down in the top half of the second inning with no runs, one hit, no errors, and none left on. And at the end of an inning and a half, it's Cincinnati one and Brooklyn nothing. Him. Well, here in Cincinnati, it's 151 or 251 back home, and as we synchronize the watches, we hope that's the way you come out, too. You know, no matter which way the hour hand on your watch is pointing, you can always be sure of one thing. It's light-up time, that ever-so-welcome moment when you reach for a lucky and strike a match. Boy, there's just nothing like a lucky and the deep-down smoking enjoyment of this genuine cigarette. A Lucky is all cigarette, all fine tobacco. Mild, naturally good-tasting tobacco that's toasted to taste even better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. So light up a Lucky right now. You'll say it's the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Redlegs have a run on three hits. The Dodgers no runs on a hit as we go to the bottom of the second inning while he posts the batter and right back to Jerry. Post hitting 239, dropped down to the batting order with a left-hand pitcher going. Despite the fact that he hits from the right side, Post has not been hitting as well as Post, so they've switched him around. The Hulk has been hitting third, and Post now dropped to the number seven spot. McMillan on deck and Lawrence to follow. Wally Post has 12 home runs and 50 runs batted in. Here's Padres with a windup and the pitch. Curveball at the inside corner, strike one. Red legs lead one nothing, batting down the last half of inning number two. Third game of the series. Hodges ready the wind up, and here it is. Fly ball, foul, off to the right. It'll come down, out of play, on the roof. Throw to Wally Post to strike two counts. Roy McMillan on deck, and Brooks Lawrence to follow. Red Lakes picked up a run in the first inning on a double by Temple. Infield single by Holt, and a single by Robinson. Here's a fastball inside, and Post turns away from it. Ball one, one and two. One-two pitch. Curveball tapped right back to the mound. An easy play for Padres. Turns, makes you throw to Hodges in time. One away. Roy McMillan coming on now. The Red Lake shortstop hitting 254. The Giants lead Milwaukee 1-0 with Milwaukee batting in the last half of the second. Philadelphia-Chicago no score. Phillies batting in the fourth. And the Cardinals lead Pittsburgh one to nothing with the Pirates batting in the fourth inning. Those are all first games of doubleheaders. The pitch down to McMillan is high and inside. Ball one. The Dodgers and the Redlegs are the only National League clubs playing a single game. The fastball is in for a strike, and it's one ball, one strike on McMillan. Boy, we've had some great games on this road trip. Just typical of the. National League pennant race. The 1-1 pitch. Power ball off to the right. It'll be down in the stands. One ball, two strikes on Roy McMillan. When the last half of the second, the Red Legs lead one to nothing. One out, none on. Padres winds and fires. Curve ball in the dirt and it's ball two. Two and two. Back to the wire, out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Turn two. two. Macmillan waiting with one out in the second. Padres winds and changes up. A swing and a bounding ball wide a third. In the hole is Neal. Long throw is in time. So, McMillan is on as he had a ground ball deep in the hole. The shortstop, Neal made a play on the ball, but his throw was not in time. Hodges had to go for a high throw. Might have smoked the bag, but it was not in time and McMillan gets a base hit. So, that is hit number four off Padres and two have been of the infield variety. Here's the pitcher, Brooks Lawrence, coming on, hitting 135. Seven base hits in 52 times at bat. at bat. Reese now playing at third, playing in close should uh, Lawrence have bunt instructions. And to play to first base but not in time, McMillan is back. Lawrence around the bunt, back to the mound. Padres goes to second base, in time. Throw to first base, not in time. So, Mike is forced as Lawrence bunch back to Padres, who wheeled and made a throw back to Charlie Neal for the fourth play. Really, the relay to first, not in time to get Lawrence. So, there are two outs with a runner at first base and Johnny Temple coming on. Temple doubled down the left field line and scored the run in the first inning. Red Lakes lead it 1-0. We're in the last half of the second inning. On first is Brooks Lawrence. Out of a stretch, delivers a curveball on the inside corner, strike one. The Redlegs, one run on four hits. The Dodgers, no runs on one hit. Last half of the second. The fastball is in for a strike two to Johnny Temple. Nothing in two. Freddie delivers. Outside high and it's ball one. One and two on Johnny Temple. Reese, Neal, Gilliam and Hodges on the infield. Amaro, Snyder and Perillo on the outfield. Campanella catching and Padres pitching. Johnny Temple the batter. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Foul ball back to the wire and the count stays. One and two. and two count. Here's the pitch. Ground ball hits a shortstop. Charlie Neal feeds Gilliam for the fourth out and the side is retired. So for the Cincinnati Redlegs in the second inning, no runs on one hit. No errors and one man left on. And at the end of two, it's Cincinnati one and the Dodgers have nothing. And now where's from Vince? Well, friends, we just learned from the Carl Perillo night committee that there will be five busloads of folks coming down from Carl's hometown of Reading, Pennsylvania, headed by Reading's mayor, who will be down to Ebbets Field with a double purpose. He wants to add the praise of Reading fans to those which will be heaped upon Perillo and his fine family, but he also wants to meet one of Carl's teammates and pose for a picture with him for his sports den. You see, the mayor of Reading is named... Dan McDevitt. Just uh, another nice little touch in the pleasant picture, building up towards the Carl Ferrello night. Hope you'll all be be on hand, and if you want to, why not contact the committee at the Hotel Boston and get your tickets right now. That's August 28th. Carl Ferrello night with Fern and Butch and John, the whole family at home plate. A lot of friends from Reading, and we hope to make it a, a night that Carl and his family will never forget, and for that matter, for you folks who are at the ballpark, we hope it'll be an extra enjoyable evening. The end of two innings, it is 1-0 Cincinnati, and we'll pause the station identification. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network. Dial
1: 1460 WOKO, Albany, New York. WOKO, the
0: capital district's most talked about station, with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. Correct WOKO time now, 3 o'clock. Now back to Brooklyn Dodger baseball. Roy Campanella coming on now as the Dodgers go to bat in the third. Roy hitting 229, 12 home runs, 47 runs batted in. Lawrence winds and fires. And the fastball is high inside, ball one. Redlegs lead one to nothing, top of the third inning. Lawrence ready again, here's the pitch. In for a strike at the knees, and it's one and one. Lucky strike blowing it to you today from Crosley Field in Cincinnati. Curveball for strike two on Campanella. One ball, two strikes. A gentle reminder when you're out shopping to buy your luckies by the carton. That way you're sure not to run short. One and two. Lawrence winds pitches outside for a ball, and the count two balls, two strikes on Campanella. Two, two count. Looks Lawrence into the windup, and here's his pitch. Outside ball three, three and two now on Roy. The Dodgers have an off day tomorrow, then have a doubleheader in Chicago on Tuesday and another one on Wednesday. Single game on Thursday. Thursday's game will be on TV as well as radio, Channel 9 at 225. Campy takes a curve outside, ball four, and he's on with a walk. Here's Wee Reese coming on now. The Dodger captain... Batting with Campanella on at first base. Nobody out. Reese hitting 213. Now Lawrence ready. Here's the pitch to Wee, Bought up the third baseline. And Don Hook comes in to make the play but has no play as Reeves beats it out for a base hit. But red legs not expecting Reese to bunt, and with Holt laying back in double play depth, Peewee dumps the bunt along the third baseline and beats it out as Holt came in, made a one-hand grab on it, but had no play. So Campanella moves to second base, and it's a base hit for Wee Reese. Hit number two off Brooks Lawrence, and the pitcher, Johnny Padres, coming on. So Reese with a base hit, bunt single on the third baseline. Moves can't be second base, and the Dodgers have two on, none out. Top of the third, the Redlegs lead one to nothing. And now the Redlegs look for the bunt, with Holt and Crow on the corners, ready to come down the line toward the plate. Here's the pitch. Padres around the bunt, takes it low inside, ball one. on second, and Reese on at first. Lawrence ready to pitch. Johnny bumps it along the first baseline. It's a good bunt. Lawrence will go to first base with his play, and the runners move over. So Padres, with a nice sacrifice, gets Campanella to third, and Reese down to second base. One out, as Padres is tossed out from Brooks-Lawrence to Johnny Temple covering at first base. Here's Charlie Neal up now. Charlie fly to left field his first time up. Batting average is 262. In the last of the third inning, the Giants lead Milwaukee 1-0. In the last of the fourth, Chicago and Philadelphia no score. In the last of the fourth, St. Louis leads Pittsburgh 1-0. Final score in the first game in the American League, Kansas City beat Washington 6-5. Detroit leads the Yankees 4-2 at the end. Five to two at the end of three and a half innings. Two and a half innings. A bounding ball to the right side. And Temple play will go to first as Campanella comes in to tie off the ballgame. So we've got a brand new one going as Charlie Neal bounces out to second baseman Johnny Temple. Campanella scores. Reese takes third. Two away now and a 1-1 ballgame. For Neal, a run batted in. Up will be Jim Gilliam with two outs. And Reese on at third base. implied to right his first time and junior hitting two forty nine. Lawrence wines here's the pitch. In for a strike at the knees. Ground ball to the right side. In comes Johnny Temple. It's played the first in time for the out and the side is retired. The Dodgers go down in the third inning but pick up a run to tie the ball game. One run, one hit, no errors, and one man left on. So at the end of the top of the third, it's Brooklyn one and Cincinnati one. And now, here's Finn. Well, in just about the time it takes to light up a Lucky, happy Joe Lucky will come your way with some mighty interesting clubhouse chatter. But right now, he's going to stretch out and light up the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Lucky strike. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that cigarette taste good? How come? Well, the Lucky's an honest-to-goodness cigarette. Nothing but fine tobacco. Naturally mild tobacco that's good-tasting to begin with. And then it's toasted to taste even better. All right, now let's get to that clubhouse chatter. The so Dodgers have drawn over 950,000 so far this year, not including today's attendance. So they will easily go over the million mark before this trip is over. In fact, we would do that in Chicago. A great attraction on the road, the Brooklyn Dodgers. By the way, Sandy Amoros and Roy Campanella are the greatest moviegoers on the ball club. Roy says Sandy really enjoys those shoot-em-ups. Of course, that's baseball language for westerns. And with a lot of day ball games on the road, you can imagine the ball club will be whiling away many an evening, watching the movies, and as we would say, most of them shoot 'em up. Well, thank you, Happy Joe Lucky, and now we'll be going to the last of the third inning of a shoot-em up of our own. It's a one-one tie, the Dodgers and Redlegs. Gus Bell will be first up, and here's Jerry. Bell, first time, flied to left field. Coming on now to face Padres in a one-one ball game. Gus hitting two ninety-four. Last half of the third inning, the Dodgers one run on two base hits, and the Red Redlegs one run on four hits. has 12 home runs, 52 runs batted in. Left-hand hitter against Padres. A swing and a miss, strike one. And fans still circulating around in the bleacher area out on the sun deck, trying to find a place to sit down. Another fine crowd here at Crosley Field. Padres delivers outside for ball, and the count is 1-1. One ball, one strike. Just Bell leading off in the third. The pitch bounced out to the right side. Gilliam over, makes the play. In the Hodges in time, and it's one away. So Bell out on the ground ball. Gilliam to Hodges. One up, one down, and here's Don Hope. Hope got an infield hit his first time. A hard smash to third. Don hitting 290. 14 home runs and 59 runs batted in.
1: Just ready, here's his pitch. Slow curve is low,
0: and it's ball one. Last of the third, all tied up at one and one. The Dodgers and the Red Legs in the final game of the series here at Cincinnati. It'll be back to Brooklyn a week from tomorrow as the Dodgers take on the New York Giants. There's a long drive to left field, and it's hooking this foul ball across the street and up on the laundry. Don Hope really got a hold of that one and hit it down the left field line but pulled it foul. That ball was really tagged across the street, up on the roof of the laundry, 353 feet away. Just a long, noisy strike for Don Hope. One ball, one strike. Madras ready. Here's the pitch. Inside is the letters, and it's ball two, two and one. Game tied, 1-1, one, 1-out, one, one none on. Third inning, Redlegs batting. It's a high fly ball to left field. Sandy Amaro's coming on, slanting over toward the line. He's right there. He makes the catch right on the foul line. So Don Hope guys out to left. It's two away. Chicago leads Philadelphia now one to nothing, with the Phillies batting in the top half of the fifth inning. We have a complete rundown of all the scores from our lucky strike scoreboard at the end of this half inning. Here's George Crow coming on. George struck out his first time. Batting average in even 300. Padres ready The windup and here's the pitch. Curveball on the corner for a strike one. After the third, ball game tied at one and one. Padres delivers. Fastball, grounded out to first. Hodges makes the play, feeds Padres in time for the out, and the side is retired. So the red legs go out in order in the third. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And so at the end of three innings of play, friends, the score, Brooklyn won, and Cincinnati won. Now with the lucky strike scoreboard, here's Vince. The Giants in Milwaukee in a doubleheader, Johnny Antonelli and Bob Crowbridge, and the Giants lead one to nothing at the end of three innings. Pittsburgh at St. Louis, Vernon Law and Vaughn McDaniel, and the Cardinals lead one to nothing at the end of three and a half innings. Philadelphia at Chicago, Kurt Simmons and Tom Paholsky, and the Cubs lead one to nothing at the end of four innings. In the American League, the Tigers and Yankees. In the fourth inning, the Tigers at bat. Bowling has just hit a home run, so the Tigers lead the Yankees 6-2, and they're still swinging in the fourth. Boytack against Larson. Byrne took over in the third inning for the Yankees. Chicago and Baltimore, 3-3 tie at the end of four innings. Harshman and Odell. Esposito, Durham, and Priandos have hit home runs. Cleveland and Boston win against Sullivan. It is 3-1 in favor of Cleveland at the end of three-and-a-half innings. Rocky Calavito as it is 18th. Ted Williams as it is 29th. Final score, Kansas City defeated Washington 6-2 in their first game. Alex Kellner beat Chuck Stodd. So Chuck Stodd now has a record of four wins and 14 defeats. Alex Kellner's 4-4, four and, four and he had a home run to Booth. All right, to the fourth inning of a 1-1 tie. Dodgers and Redlegs in the only single game in the National League. Duke Snyder the batter, and here's Jerry. Duke fried the left field his first time up, coming on now, leading off in the fourth inning. Snyder hitting 278. Brooks Lawrence into the windup, and down comes the pitch. Changeup is outside high. Ball one to Duke. The Dodgers one run on two hits. The Redlegs one run on four hits, playing in the top of the fourth inning. Lawrence into the windup again. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two. The Redlegs got their run in the first inning on a double by Temple and the single by Frank Robinson. The Dodger run came on a walk to Campanella, a bun single by Reese, sacrifice by Padres, and a ground out by Charlie Neal. Here's ball three, down high to Duke, and it's three balls, no strike. Well, in the third inning, Campanella has the leadoff batter walked, and he scored the run to tie the ball game. And now Snyder, out in front on the count, three and all. The lineup and pitch he is in for a strike, and it's three and one. In case you joined us late, manager Walt Austin and Don Newcomb chasing the ball game in the first inning. Duke takes it inside, ball four. And Snatter is on with walk number two given up by Lawrence. Coming on now, Gil Hodges. Gil got a single his first time up. Hit one in the hole between third and short. Gil hitting 309. A rather warm, lazy afternoon with a fine crowd on hand here at Crosley Field. Lawrence now working with Steiner on first base. Nobody out. The check in the pitch. Gill swings and misses strike one. Went for the curveball and didn't get it. Top of the fourth in a 1-1 ball game here at Crosley Field. And boy, how close can you get? These teams have played 16 times and they've... Put him right down the middle. Here's the pitch. Curve is in for strike two on the inside corner. Nothing and two on Hodges. Snyder on first. And Brooks Lawrence pitching for the red Redlegs. Ed Bailey gives him a sign. Now the stretch and the look. Here's the pitch he swings it at the soft ground ball out toward Temple, and he puts the ball, and all hands are safe. Temple coming in for the slow grounder, tried to feed the ball to Roy McMillan, and the ball rolled up his left arm and behind him, and all hands are safe. An error on the second baseman, Johnny Temple. Snyder in his second base, and Hodges on at first. The ball was hit slowly, and it's got a simple field of the ball cleanly that he could have made the double play. But as it was, he let the ball get away from him, and everybody was safe. Here's Amarose up now, and the infield looks for the bunt. Sandy takes a curveball up the knees for a strike. George Crow playing inside the bag at first base, and Don Holt, a step or two down the line at third. Amarose batting, slide the right field his first time up. Strike one count. Here's the pitch. Emeralds bunting up the third baseline. It's a good bunt. And Hoke has to play up now, and he can't make a play. Hoke decided to let the ball go so that it might stay fair. Grabbed it, and he was too late. And all hands are safe. And the bases are loaded for the Dodgers. Amarillo rolled a bunt right along the chalk line up the third base line. Don Holt came in, had decided apparently to let the ball go, but it did not go foul. And then Holt changed his mind, grabbed the ball while it was still fair, and then had no play. Amarillo on with a base hit, a bunt single. At third base is Snyder. At second base Hodges, the batter, Carl Forino. Carl bounced into double play his first time up. So the Dodgers now have something going here in the fourth inning. Bases loaded and nobody out. Ball game tied at 1-1. A walk, an error by Temple, and a bunt single by Amaro. Trip number three for the Dodgers. And two of them have been bunt. The other by Wee Reese. Lawrence now into the windup and here's his pitch. Carl swings on a curve. Strike one. Campanella on deck and Reese down in the hole. Side one-one. Top of the fourth inning. Activity now in the Red Lake bullpen. Big Tom Acker starts to throw. Here's the pitch. Carl swings a high fly ball to deep right center field, going for as and he can't get it. It's in there for a home run for Ferillo with a bases ball. the steepest part of the ballpark here to get it out, 390 feet over the screen wire in front of the right center field bleachers, and for Corrello, has eight bases loaded home run of his career and his ninth of the year, and the Dodgers lead now 5-1, to one. and for the grand slam home run, 10,000 luckies go along to our honor hospital, the VA hospital at Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They've now exceeded their quota as we've along 11,000 and more coming today. So Carl Furillo with his eighth Grand Slam home run hit one into the corner at right center field where the screen wire in front of the bleachers joins the center field fence, 390 feet away. Caffanella takes a curve for a strike. Snyder, Hodges, and Ambrose, of course, riding around in front of Carl. Second home run in two days. Campy swings and misses strike two. Lawrence ready. Here's the pitch. High fly ball to left center field. Going back forward to sell up the edge of the hill now. Wade Sandy he makes the grab in deep center field as Campanella skies out. Run away. Up now will be Wee Reese. Morello had been out of the lineup for quite a while. First he had a batting slump, then he had a bad neck. Got back into the ball game in St. Louis. And hit a home run yesterday and now hits a big one today. Base is full, home run. Here's Reese at bat, had a bunt single his first time up Pee Wee, hitting 217. Lawrence delivers. The curve is inside, ball one. There's a curve for a strike to Pee Wee, and the count is one ball, one strike. The one-one pitch, curve ball, strike two at the knees, and it's one and two on Reese. Four runs in in the inning. Dodgers lead five to one in the final game of the series here at Cincinnati. Carl Furlow with a home run with the bases loaded sidearm pitch a slow run and got it back to the middle for a base hit and that ball went right over the bag at second base and Reese is on with a single his second hit of the game off Lawrence now base hit number five and coming on will be Johnny Padres who sacrificed his first time up the Dodgers five the Red Legs one top of the fourth inning one out Reese at first base Padres the batter Reisman down, Holtz playing in, looking for Padres to bunt. Johnny Squares off and takes it low. Ball one. On deck batter, Charlie Neal, the leadoff man. Lawrence ready again. Padres waits The throw goes to first base, but Reese is back. Here's the look. And again a throw, and again Pee-wee scoops back in ahead of the throw-to-strow. Both playing way in on the line at third. The pitch to Padres. Swung on a ground ball hit to McMillan. Stepped on. Second close to first. at the double play to retire the drive. So McMillan, who was playing right close to the bag, took the ground ball, stepped on, and fired the first in time to get the Red Lake second double play of the game. Seven going six to three and another thousand lucky score on a hospital, the VA Hospital of wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. So in the fourth inning for the Dodgers, four runs on three hits, one red leg error, and none left on. So at the end of three and a half innings of play, the score, the Dodgers five, the red legs won.
1: But the biggest news is from Rose Oldsmobile, Central and Banning in Albany. That news is over 67% of Rose Oldsmobile sales are to repeat customers, people who trade year after year with Rose. And there's a reason. Rose Oldsmobile maintains in their modern service shop all the latest equipment and instruments to give continuing warranty service on every Olds they sell. Service that continues on from the first moment the sale is made. Rose Oldsmobile utilizes only the newest up-to-the-minute factory methods in offering this warranty service. Their mechanical experts are schooled in Oldsmobile methods. Not only. That, but Rose Oldsmobile gives you a good deal. So buy from a dealer who stands behind the purchase. Rose Oldsmobile. Remember, over 67% of Rose Oldsmobile sales are to repeat customers. Before you buy any car, see Rose Oldsmobile, the capital district's oldest franchised Oldsmobile dealer. Over 30 years at Central and Manning. 5-1 Brooklyn
0: as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Frank Robinson first up against Johnny Padres, and here's Jerry. Robinson is bad, drove in the red leg run in the first inning with a single back to the middle. Padres now with a pocket full of runs to work on. Fires on the inside corner, strike one to Robinson. Frank is hitting 3-12. Beyond that, hitter Ed Bailey, and down in the hole, Wally Forrest. Here's the wind-up and pitch. Change-up is called it down the left-field line for a base hit. Amarose over to play the ball on the slope. Robinson makes his turn and has to hold now as Amarose really went over to get on that ball and fire it back in. So Robinson on with a long single, a line drive over third that Amarose played halfway up the slope in left field. Base hit number two for Robinson and number five allowed by Johnny Padres. Here's Ed Bailey, the catcher coming on, grounded out to first base his first time up. Legs now, trying to get something stirred up here in the last half of the fourth inning, the Dodgers got four big runs on a home run by Carl Furlow with the bases loaded. Johnny Padres now working out of a stretch. Eyes Robinson comes to the plate, to right back to the mound. The throw goes to second, one to first base, double play. They the tire two of them there. And as Bailey tried to check his swing, the ball hit off the bat, went back to Padres who wheeled and fired down to second to Charlie Neal to get Robinson and the relay to first base was in time to double Bailey. The third double play of the game and another 1,000 free luckies to the VA hospital, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. On the play at second base, Charlie Neal twisted an ankle or was stepped on by The runner Robinson coming in, and Doc Wendler is out now to see about it. Charlie has his shoe off, so he might have got stepped on and had his foot slightly cut. But Doc comes on back, and Neil is going to be okay and stay in the game. All right, throw away, Charlie Neal. Laces up his shoe, goes back to shortstop, and the batter will be Wally Post. Rounded out to per- uh, pitcher to first his first time up. Fourth hitting 238. Hodges ready, here's the windup and pitch. Ground ball to third, reach down on one knee, makes his play, fires to Hodges, and the side is retired. So for the red legs in the fourth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and none left on. At the end of four, the score, Brooklyn, five, and Cincinnati, one. Well, friends, the first half of this game has been brought to you by Lucky Strike, the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. It's made by the American Tobacco Company. Tobacco is our middle name. And now to take over is the F&M Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn, brewers of Schaefer Beer, America's oldest lager beer. It's real beer. Well, friends, one week from tomorrow night, the Dodgers will be back home again at Ebbets Field. That's a new date on your Ebbets Field schedule, Monday night, August the 5th. The Dodgers and the New York Giants. That's right, Willie Mays and company in that always exciting, always colorful Interboro rivalry. Matter of fact, folks, there are four straight night games scheduled that week for those teams, August 5th, 6th, and 8th at Ebbets Field, and August the 7th at Jersey City. So better do your ticket shopping right now. Top of the fifth inning, the Dodgers start off at the top of the batting order with Charlie Neal. Jim Gilliam and Duke Snyder. 5-1, Brooklyn leads the red legs. And now moving in for the play-by-play for the FM Schaefer Brewing Company of Brooklyn, here's Vince Gully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody. Charlie Neal 0 for 2, batting 261. Then Jim Gilliam and Duke Snyder. Brooklyn, five runs on five hits. Cincinnati one run on five hits, and Brooks Lawrence goes to work in the fifth. Fastball cut on, a high towering foul to the right of the plate. barely coming over and cannot have a play. It's back into the crowd. on one to Charlie Neal. So thus far, Carl Furillo, the man of the hour, with that grand slam home run in the fourth inning, which reminds us to remind you about Carl Furillo night. August 28th. Hope you'll be with us and salute a great fellow. Lawrence looks in to get a sign for Matt Bailey. Neil waiting. Fastball is cut on and fouled away. The upper deck going two. In the bottom of the fifth inning, the Giants are leading Milwaukee one to nothing. That's Johnny Antonelli and Bob Trowbridge in that one. Lawrence ready, and the strike two pitch to Charlie Neal. Fastball up high, ball one, one and two. Waiting. One ball, two strikes. Lawrence ready and delivers. Fast ball got him swinging. Oh, Charlie strikes out. He is now 0 for 3. That for Brooks Lawrence, the first strikeout that he has recorded. And the batter will be Jim Gilliam. Don Gross begins to loosen up now with Smokey Burgess down in the Cincinnati bullpen. As Jim Gilliam is the batter. Lawrence is due to bat second when the red legs hit in the bottom of the fifth inning. Gilliam 0 for 2, batting 2.48. Junior takes the pitch down low, ball one. Jim having a great deal of trouble getting his base hits. He started off very well, went into a vicious slump, and seemed to come out of it and fell right back down the manhole. 1-0 pitch is cut on and fouled away, 1-1. It could very well be. It's only a guess. But it could be that Gilliam's style of hitting has changed a great deal. For naturally, as the second hitter in a lineup, you're asked to do different things in the off. The so one, 1-1 one fits the junior. Cut on, fouled away, 1-2. and two. Whereas a leadoff man, Jim used to get on base a great deal with walks. Now in the second slot, he's swinging away constantly. And isn't having a great deal of trouble getting his hits. One and two, the counter, Jim. On deck, Duke Snyder. Bertie Tebbett takes a peek down at his bullpen to watch Gross loosen up. Lawrence winds, and the one and two fits to Gilliam. Inside, two and two. The Dodgers have lost their manager, Walter Alston, and pitcher Don Newcomb. Both men booted out before we got to the last of the first inning. The 2-2 pitch to Jim Gilliam. Cut on and hit to the hole at short. Over there to plug it up as McMillan. Overhands to first just in time. So Gilliam is retired 6-3 to three on an ILS play at first. Two outs. She's talking about the Dodgers losing Austin and Newcomb in the first inning. You read about that young catcher at Baltimore named Zupo. He was kicked out of the ballgame before the game got underway. Before the lineup cards had been brought up to home plate. That's right. He was warming up the starting pitcher who was thrown out of the game. He's only 17 and a half, and I think he has now gone down in the books about the youngest major league player to ever be kicked out. Snyder takes a breaking ball low. Ball one, 1 and 0. Oh. Snyder fly to left in Watt. He's batting 278. 5-1 Brooklyn. Two out in the fifth inning. Lawrence down with a fastball and misses low. Ball two, 2 and 0. Oh. Ed Hurley of the American League threw young catcher Zupo out. Also said the boy had been warned a few days before for a little trick he seemed to have. The American League umpires didn't go for it. 2 all pitch The Snider is whacked foul into the crowd. Two and one. What the youngster would do, I guess he would make him believe he was still back in the high school field. He would be warming up the starting pitchers. And as the umpires would come walking out on the field to go to home plate, he'd make believe he'd throw the ball at them. And that did not go over at all. So They finally kicked him out the other day. Well, warming up a starting pitcher. Boy, that's a, a new one, isn't it? Lawrence just fussing around out there in the mound. Two balls, one strike. Now Brooks is ready and delivers to the Duke, who hits one down towards Johnny Temple. It's a routine play, and John makes it. So the is out in order for the first time since the first inning. One, two, three. And at the end of four and a half innings of play, Brooklyn five. Cincinnati 1. Okay, Jerry. Isn't this the way it is, fans? When you put a lot of work into something, you know it's done right. You really take pride in what you've accomplished, don't you? Well, I'll just let the Schaefer people feel that way about Schaefer beer. You know, turning out a beer as good as Schaefer takes a mighty big effort. Picking and choosing rich barley malt, tangy hops, and other fine natural ingredients. But that's only the beginning because it takes a lot more skill as well as years of experience to blend and brew the ingredients into beer at its best. Schaefer beer. But man, the result is sure worth it. You get a brilliant golden amber brew that's pure pleasure. A beer that gives you the light, zesty flavor you want but don't always find. So make your next glass of beer real enjoyment. Schaefer beer. It's real beer. for the fifth inning. McMillan's coming on and right back to the action. Here's Vim. Roy batting 257, at an infield single in the second inning. One for one. McMillan in the third spot on Johnny Temple. Padres gets his first pitch over for strike. Pete Wisnant is over at the bat rack. So no doubt he will bat for Brooks Lawrence. In the bullpen, Tommy Acker is back up. Don Gross sits down. So no doubt Acker will pitch to Brooklyn in the sixth inning. Padres delivers the strike one pitch and serves it high. One ball, one strike. Dodgers five, Cincinnati one. Last of the fifth inning. It's grand slam home run. We have a note of oh, wow. two on Carl Frollo's Grand Slammer. Pass it along to you. The one-one error one is on the outside corner. Strike two. Carl Frollo hit his Grand Slam home run in the fourth inning. It marked the eighth Grand Slam home run of his career. And oddly enough, four of his eight Grand Slammers have been hit at Cincinnati. Padres lines on the one and two pitch Fastball cut on, hit the right field Fuller going back, angling on the ball now Turns full and makes the play One up, one away We'll get a station break in right now This is the Brooklyn Dodgers Radio Network Tile 1460, WOKO, Albany, New York, the Capital District's most talked-about station with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. It's 3.34. Now back to the Brooklyn Dodgers-Cincinnati Red Leg Baseball game. One out on the bottom of the fifth inning, 5-1 Brooklyn, and Pete Wiseman batting for starting pitcher Brooks Lawrence. Pete, a right-hand batter. Dodgers fastball a little too low. Ball one, 1-0. and Wisnen batting 190, right-hand batter. Padres looks in to get a sign. Johnny Ruddy and the 1-0 pitch. Fastball in for the strike, 1-1. So Brooks Lawrence worked five innings, gave up five runs. Four of the five runs earned. Five hits. Walk two, struck out one. Carl Frillo chased him with the grand slammer in the fourth. The 1-1 pitch to Wisnen. Change up, and Padres bounces it up to the plate. Two balls, one strike. It's another fine crowd. It appears to be the same size crowd as we had the first night of the series, Friday night, which was put it up around 30,000. Padres ready, and the 2-1 pitch. Fastball high and tight. Ball three. 3-1 three on deck, Johnny Temple. So the crowd is somewhere around 30,000. The Dodgers will then go to Chicago having drawn over 980,000 on the road. we will easily pick up 20,000 in three days at Chicago. Three-winner in there, strike two. So you can bet your boots that before we head from Milwaukee, the Dodgers will have drawn one million people and not quite three complete road trips. One more to go. Tremendous attraction. We certainly hope you folks will be out of the ballpark when we get home. Padres winds on the full count pitch to Wisland. Fastball cut on a high foul back of the plate. Campanella coming back and shielding his eyes, but this is going to land up on the net. <laughs> Running down to the bullpen, Joe Becker, perhaps carrying a message down there. The Dodgers having drawn over 900,000, this being their 45th ball game, Give you an idea, they've drawn over 20,000 per game on the road. Wouldn't want to buy Schaefer for everybody who's seen the Dodgers play on the road. All right, Padres ready now, and the 3-2 pitch. Fastball cut on another high foul. This one might be playable. Campanella coming back. It is playable, and Campanella grabs it. Two down in the bottom of the fifth inning. Brooklyn 5, Cincinnati 1, and leadoff man Johnny Temple, the batter. Temple has been, well, just a plain test as far as Brooklyn is concerned. He has a double today. He had two singles and a double yesterday. And in the first game, he had three singles. So he has seven hits in this series. John batting 287. They're having a great deal of trouble getting him out. Padres delivers. Fastball missing a little inside. Ball one. five runs on five hits. Cincinnati, one run, five hits, and one error. The 1-0 pitch to Temple, breaking ball down low. Ball two, 2-0. Campanella annoyed at the call. Now starts to walk the ball out towards the mound. Stan Landis, the plate umpire. Bill Baker at first. Frank Dastoli at second. Frank Sicori at third. Padres looks in. Campanella wigwags his sign to him. The 2-0 pitch on the outside corner for a strike. 2-1. On deck, Gus Bell. The Red Legs got a run in the first inning. The Dodgers came back with one in the third and four in the fourth on Carl Perillo's eighth Major League Grand Slammer. There's a line drive for a base hit, and Mr. Johnny Temple has his eighth hit of the series. Well, Temple singles to center with two out in the fifth inning, and that will bring up Gus Bell. Bell has flied to left and bounced out, batting 293. very humid day here in Cincinnati. You're watching the folks in the ballpark wave those scorecards like a thousand butterflies all over the place. Hope you have plenty of shape for wherever you are. That'll prevent you from getting hot under the collar. Padres looks to first. Now John delivers to Bell a slow curve on the outside corner for a strike. On one One of those pitches that starts to come in high and tight to a left-hand batter and then breaks down and away. On one when the Dodgers hit in the sixth inning, they'll have Hodges, Amos, and Perillo. The end of five innings of play, the Giants won Milwaukee nothing, Antonelli and Trowbridge. Strike one pitch, sharp breaking, curve blown outside, 1-1. The Cardinals lead the Pirates 2-0 at the end of six innings. Vernon Law and young Vaughn McDaniel in quest of win number five. The Cubs lead the Phillies one to nothing At the end of 6, Kurt Simmons and Tom Poholski. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball hit down to Neal. Is up with it, waits for Gilliam to get to the bag, and hits him with his claws. And they erase Johnny Temple. You know, the boys are going into second base high today. Wow. Okay, in the fifth inning, no runs, one hit, a man left on. At the end of five innings of play, Brooklyn 5, Cincinnati 1. Now, let's visit with Jerry. Say, if you're a camera fan as well as a baseball fan, you just can't afford to miss the Dodgers-Argus Camera Day at Ebbets Field, Saturday, August 24th. And you'll be seeing a fine ball game, too. So next chance you get, pick up tickets for August the 24th. Ask for your Dodgers-Argus Camera Day contest blank or pick one up at any place where Argus products are sold. This is a fine chance for all you Dodger fans to put up your baseball picture albums. And who knows, one of your pictures may win one of the 20 prizes. The contest is open to amateur photographers only, and the date is Saturday, August the 24th, Dodgers, August Camera Day at Ebbets Field. Make your plan. Circle that date on your calendar. August 24th, Camera Day at Ebbets Field. top half of the sixth inning. It'll be Hodges, Amoroso, and Perillo to come on and face Tom Acker, the new pitcher for the Redlegs. and with a checkup on Acker's record, the play-by-play, here's them. Tommy Acker making his 31st appearance for Cincinnati. That'll tie him or would have with Brooks Lawrence. Lawrence made his 32nd today. Acker has started five times, primarily relief man, number 26 for him in relief. His record, nine wins and four defeats. Tom Acker. Gil Hodges first up, then Sandy Amorose and Carl Furlow. In the sixth inning, Brooklyn five runs on five hits and no errors. Cincinnati one run, six hits and one error. Hodges singled and got on on Johnny Temple's error. He is one for two, batting 3 Gill's uniform heavily stained now with perspiration. Of course, you notice it more on the traveling grays than you do on the home white uniform. Acker ready, and the big fella delivers. Fastball cut on as a high fly ball and shallow left field. Down the line, still in fair ground, comes McMillan to make the play. One up, one away. Gill is not feeling well, but he's staying right in there. He had a two-fold Friday. And in this hot weather, apparently, it's starting to react a bit now. No, not the tooth. The tooth had it. Sandy Amos, batting 298, fly to right and singled, one for two. It's a line drive base hit into right field. So little Sandy's two for three. Wally Post gets it back in as Amos rifles one to right. Hit number one off Tommy Acker. Hit number six for Brooklyn. And the hero for Brooklyn and the villain for Cincinnati, Mr. Carl Perillo, coming up. Perillo got rich in a hurry with that grand slam home run in the fourth inning. He now has 48 runs batted in. He has hit nine home runs. He hit one yesterday with a man aboard. Carl hitting 264. The Dodgers, quietly, there had not been too much said about it, but boy are they rooting for Perillo. Perillo. Ackersad takes a peek at first, decides to throw over there. Frillo, of course, has been known to carry the ball club right on his shoulders when he's red hot. Ackersad and delivers to Frillo, who swings and has a foul. Back of the plate, there'll be no play. It'll land on the screen, 0-1. Remember, in 1949, it was Carl Frillo who just about picked up the entire Brooklyn ball club in the month of September and carried them right into the World Series. He has those spurts. The early part of this year, Carl whacked away, hitting way up in the 3.30s. Then a combination of injuries and a hitting slump, and he really fell off. And now the Dodgers hope he's taking the escalator back up to the penthouse. to first, Amarose, who had a short lead, is right back. Brooklyn 5, Cincinnati 1. We're in the sixth inning with one out. Packer set. The strike one pitch to Frillo, fastball, cut on and fouled away off first base, coming over his crow, but he has no play. Back into the crowd, on 2 The New York Giants came up with a run in the sixth inning, and at the end of five and a half innings of play, the Giants 2 and Milwaukee nothing. That's Johnny Antonelli and Bob Trowbridge. So watch those ball very closely for you. Cardinals leading Pittsburgh 2-0 at the end of six. The Cubs lead the Phillies 1-0 at the end of six. Hacker up on top. A look over at Amarose. The 0-2 pitch to Frillo. Sidearm and it's in there. Call strike three. So Frillo caught looking, walks away. Amarose holds on at first. Two down in the battle Roy Campanella. Campanella walked and flied deep to center. He is 0-1 batting 228. one Brooklyn two out Amarose at first baseman in the sixth inning Tom Acker set and delivers to Campanella who swings and hits one to center Gus Bell is right there comes in a few steps to take it and that does it in the sixth inning for Brooklyn no runs one hit one man left on they have only left two men and at the end of five and a half innings of play Brooklyn five Cincinnati one Ball game moving along to the last half of the sixth inning. The Dodgers five and the Redlegs one. It'll be Don Holt, George Crow, and Frank Robinson coming on in the last half of the sixth inning. Johnny Potter's trying to hold that full run lead now. So let's get right back to the play, and here's Finn. Don Holt is batting 289. Hope today. Had himself a single and fly to left field. One for two. Don Holt, George Crow, and Frank Robinson. Should anybody get on? Maybe Ed Bailey. Padres taking his warm-up tosses. Johnny is soaking wet now. Padres shows the perspiration to show you how much he is perspiring around his knees. Just cascading right down. McDevitt yesterday. He was soaking wet from shoulders to hips. Here we go. Bottom of the sixth inning. Red-leg fans begin that familiar hand clap now. As Hope settles in, Padres' lines comes to him, and the fastball is inside. Ball one 1-0. and oh. Brooklyn, five runs, six hits, and no errors. Cincinnati, one run, six hits, and one error. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Padres back again, one oh, and the fastball is inside. Ball two, 2-0. Two Is ready, and the 2-0 pitch. Fastball over at the knees, 2-1. and one. The dugouts here in Cincinnati are air-conditioned, at least in the respect. They're not sealed in as to completely air-conditioned space, but they have cool air being blown in around the roof of the dugout. It circulates it. 2-1 pitch to Hulk at the knees, strike two. 2-2. Two two. We understand the Yankees have put air-conditioning in their dugout. Here in Cosley Field, they've done it for both the home team and the visitors. Oak waiting, two and two. Padres back, ball fouled away, holding count. Two and two. One other innovation that the Cincinnati Redlegs have come up with, they've taken a square piece of foam rubber. Oh, it's only about an inch thick. And they use that in the on-deck circle for the next batter to kneel on. Two tourists cut on, hit the left field, amaros comes on, under it and takes it. One up, one away. George Cole will be the batter. Anytime you read in the paper that someone mentions, let's say, air conditioning in the dugout or foam rubber for the batters in the on-deck circle, some old timer will come out and be quoted as saying, Well, they're pampering the ball players. It appears that the old-timers, the only people in the world, do not want the business to be improved. The business of playing baseball. Crow swings and fouls it away, on one. You actually find that, for instance, out here, in very hot weather, the players still move around a lot better because of the cool dugouts. They get a chance to rest, which means better baseball for the folks watching it. George Crow takes a curveball outside, one-on-one. 5-1 Brooklyn, bottom of the sixth inning. Padres back again, and the curveball is cut on. There's a high belt, the deep right center. Thriller running parallel to the little fence and makes the play for the out. I don't believe Schneider ever saw the ball. It was up to Ferrillo. The ball was hit into deepest right center, and Snyder never moved in straightaway center. And Ferrillo, with a left-hand batter up there close to the line in right field, ran as hard as he could parallel to the little barrier fence and hauled it in in right center. And Snyder, even as Ferrillo caught the ball, had not moved. So I'm sure that Duke had no idea where it was. Two down in the sixth inning, and the batter is Frank Robinson. He is two for two, single twice, batting 3-14. 5-1, Brooklyn in the sixth. Robinson steps in. Padres winds and delivers. Fastball moves him back, 4-1. You know, you always talk about hitters and the fact that they have a good background or a bad background when they're hitting. Outfielders have problems looking into the shirt sleeve crowd, trying to pick off that baseball. The 1-0 pitch to Robinson, fastball, a line drive, it's foul Outside of first, back into the crowd. One and one. Padres with the new baseball, Campanella holds up his right hand to slow him down a moment. John bends at the waist to get his sign. Now he's ready. The 1-1 pitch to Robinson. Fastball cut on. is a high pop-up in foul ground. Campanella to the left of the plate, shielding his eyes, and makes the play for the out. There's a very hazy sky up there. We have some blue skies today, but mostly a lot of clouds. The humidity seems to have put a spell over it. And boy, these fellows looking up into the sky are really squinting. Redlegs go out in order in the sixth inning. At the end of six, Brooklyn 5, Cincinnati 1. Now to the other scores on our Schaefer scoreboard, and here's Jerry. Okay, then in the ballgame at Milwaukee, first game of a doubleheader, the Giants lead Milwaukee 2 to nothing at the end of six innings of play. Antonelli against Trowbridge. In the first of two at St. Louis, at the end of six innings to play, the Cardinals lead the Pirates two to nothing. It's Law and Von McDaniel. In the first of two at Chicago, also at the end of six innings to play, Chicago one and Philadelphia nothing. So shutouts working in all three games and all three games at the end of six innings to play. First games of doubleheaders in the American League at the end of. Five and a half innings of play. Detroit leads the Yankees six to three. Pojack against Larson and Byrne with bowling a home run. That's the first of two. Chicago and Baltimore all tied three three at the end of six innings of play. Harshman and Fisher for the White Sox. Odell for Baltimore. Cleveland leads Boston six to one at the end of six and a half innings of play. And in the first of two, Kansas City beat Washington six to two.
2: That's everything from the shape of the scoreboard, so
0: back to play, and here's Finn. Pee Wee Reese, the batting. Pee is two for two, batting 222. Reese, Padres, and Neal facing Tommy Acker in the seventh inning, 5 1 Brooklyn. Fastball to Pee Wee, cut on, a high foul off first. Crow coming over to the box seat railing, he has no play. 4 and 1. He's had a bunt single in the third inning and bounced one up the middle in the fourth. Brooklyn, five runs, six hits, no errors. Cincinnati, one run, six hits, and one error. The big difference, Carl Perlose, eight major league grand slammers came in the fourth inning. Tom Acker winds, and the strike one fits to Peewee. Overhand curve bounced to Johnny Temple's right. He's up with it now. Turns and throws him out. Reese bounces out to Temple, one up, one away. Johnny Padres making his way up the home plate now. The Redlegs got a run off Padres in the first inning, with runners at first and third and two outs. Frank Robinson singled her over. Johnny Padres batting 079. He has three hits today. He is sacrificed and hit into a double play. 0 for one. Winds and delivers, and Padres takes the strike. When Cincinnati comes to bat in the bottom of the seventh inning, especially for few folks who are not keeping score, it'll be Ed Bailey, Wally Post, and Roy McMillan spot. Curveball is hit into the hole on the right side, but Temple is there to plug it up and force the Cole. Two up, two away. Charlie Neal. Slide to left, bounced out and struck out, batting 260. Neal settles in the hitters box now. Billy Herman directing the club from the third base coaching box. For pitch to Neil, in for the strike on one. In case you might have just joined us after the Dodgers did not score in the first inning, and Gilliam had argued briefly on a called strike. Before the redlegs could come to bat in the bottom of the first, Walter Austin and Don Newcomb were banished by plate umpire Stan Landis. Fastball on the inside corner for a strike, 0-2. So Billy Herman, third base coach and acting manager. Hacker right back, 0-2, and, and the fastball is high and inside. Ball one, one and two. Saluting our Schaefer Award winners for this week, Randy Jackson for his fine hitting and all-around play at third, and for his fine pitching, Johnny Padres. One and two pitch to Neal is cut on a miss, and Charlie is struck out for the second time today. Neal's starting to get into a kind of a strikeout slump now. Twice today, twice yesterday, once before that, twice the day before that, twice the day before that. So you get the idea now that Charlie in that leadoff spot, striking out a great number of times. Dodgers out in order in the seventh inning. So at the end of six and a half innings of play, Brooklyn five, Cincinnati one. Now, here's Jerry. You know, fans, the mark of a great pitcher is being able to give the catcher just the kind of pitch he calls for. When you think about it, it's the same way with brewing beer. The mark of a great brewer is being able to give the customer just the kind of beer he calls for. Well, that's exactly what the Schaefer people have been doing for well over a century. You just give the signal for a tall, golden-amber glass of Schaefer, and you'll get exactly what you like in beer. Yes, sir? The light and dusty flavor you want, but don't always find it. You see, that's the way Schaefer is brewed. It brews carefully, expertly, to develop all the true beer character and smooth, satisfying flavor you expect in beer. Every glass of Schaefer beer is right in the strike zone. Right there for real, lip-smacking enjoyment. Put a cool, foamy glass of Schaefer in your hand right now. You'll see it's real beer. for the seventh inning. Ed Bailey coming on and right back to play. Here's him. Ed is 0 for 2. Brown style in the first inning and hit into a double play. Taking a half swing in the fourth. Bailey batting 290. Bailey posts and we'll see about Roy McMillan. Don Gross begins to loosen up in the bullpen now along with Herschel Freeman. Bailey takes the pitch in first strike on one. Padres back with a curveball. The break's blown away. One ball, one strike. Ed Bailey, first man up. Bottom of the seventh inning. Brooklyn five, Cincinnati one. Padres gets the sign from Campanella. The one-winner's curveball cut on is a high pop fly and a very shallow center. Gilliam going out. Snyder coming on. Gilliam calling and makes the play. One up, one away. That will bring up Wally Post. Hit back to the box and bounce out to Reese. Wally hitting two thirty-seven. Padres is not striking out many batters today. In fact, he has only one strikeout. He struck out George Crow in the first inning. However, John has not walked a man. Pitch to Wally Post. A little outside. Ball one. 1-0. and Open day tomorrow for the Dodgers. In fact, Brooklyn will stay overnight here in Cincinnati and fly up to Chicago tomorrow evening. The ball club wants to watch that heavyweight fight tomorrow night. The 1-0 pitch is cut on and piled away, one-on-one. We'll fly up to Chicago, check into the hotel, and be able to watch Floyd Patterson and Tommy Hurricane Jackson. Then we'll be back on baseball come Tuesday. Newcomb and Magley against the Cubs curveball is grounded foul to the left of the plate one and two on deck Roy McMillan five one Brooklyn bottom of the seventh inning one out the one and two pitch to Wally Post fastball just inside two and two back to action and the 2-2 pitch to post fastball high, ball three full count those two pitches are the usual type pitch that Wally Post swings at Padres strikes out post a great deal and on that tight pitch high and inside, first around the letters maybe the next one up around the chin but neither time did Wally offer so Padres has gone to a full count John winds and delivers fastball foul back Cardinals lead the Pirates three to nothing at the end of seven and a half. The Cubs lead the Phillies one to nothing at the end of six. The three-two pitch to Wally Post. Fast ball, grounded to Gilliam. Who has to move way over to his left to come up with it, and then makes his play to Hodges. So Wally Post, a big pull hitter, hardly got that bat around at all on the fastball, and hit it to Gilliam. Two down in the seventh inning, and the batter Roy McMillan. Single to short and fly to right. Roy batting 256. Padres delivers and the first pitch in and over, strike one. Dodgers coming up in the eighth inning, they'll have Gilliam, Snyder, and Hodges. Delivers strike one, slow curve, reach four, and pulled foul outside the left field line and down into the bullpen. 0 oh and 2. And Millen just kind of bent over the plate, and wristed at it, and pulled her foul. No balls, two strikes. Two out, bases empty, seventh inning. Millen 5, Cincinnati 1, and Shafer Beer delighted to be sending it all to you from Crosley Field in Cincinnati. Strike two pitch, overhand curve, got him looking on the outside corner. Call strike three. McMillan growls a little bit as he walks away. That's for Padres, his second strikeout. He got close swinging in the first inning. The end of seven innings, Brooklyn five runs, six hits, and no errors. Cincinnati one run, six hits, and one error. We'll hear from Jerry in just a few moments, but first we'll pause for station identification. This is the Brooklyn Dodgers radio network.
1: Dial 1460 WOKO, Albany, New York. WOKO, the capital district's most talked about
0: station with downtown studios in the Hotel Wellington. Correct WOKO time now, two minutes after four o'clock. A word now about the Schaefer Lucky Strike Baseball Guide and Record Books, a mighty fine little pocket edition that you can have in your sports library, carry with you to the ball games, or have handy when you're listening or watching ball games on radio and TV. This little booklet has the rosters of all the major league clubs, diagrams of the parks, radio TV directories, rosters of the players with the numbers, and all kinds of records. Now, to get your Schaefer Lucky Strike baseball guide and record book, send 50 cents, your name and address, to Baseball Guide, Box 35, Brooklyn 1, New York. 50 cents along with your name and address to Baseball Guide, Box 35, Brooklyn 1, New York. Top of the eighth inning in the ball game that's moving right along now. Jim Gilliam coming on, followed by Duke Snyder and Jill Hodges. Eighth inning, and here's Ben. Gilliam flied to right and has bounced out twice, batting 2.47. Tom Acker looks in to get his sign. This will be Tommy's last inning. He's due to bat first in the bottom of the eighth. Acker to his windup now and delivers to Gilliam. Pass ball that crowds him, a dead ball one. The Dodgers are facing a problem right now in their lineup for the first two men in the batting order not getting on base, Neal and Gilliam. The 1-0 pitch to Junior, cut on, and is a base hit. So Jim finally breaks the drought and gets a single to right. Pitch number two, off backers. However, the shortcomings of Neal and Gilliam at the top of the order can very well be Wiped away should Carl Furlow come swinging back. Brillo's grand slammer in the fourth inning is the difference of this game. Brooklyn 5, Cincinnati 1 in the eighth. Luke Snyder 0 for 2, batting 277. Acker checks Gilliam and delivers. Inside a golf set of pitch and doesn't get it. On one. Another check of Gilliam. Now the strike one pitch to Snyder runs up as if the bunt, and the pitch is low. One ball, one strike. In the Cincinnati bullpen, Art Fowler now begins to loosen up with utility outfielder Pete Wiseman. Art Fowler. Outfield on the Duke, deep and around the right, so much so that Snyder has all of straightaway center field to shoot at. Bell is way over the right center. McMillan is overshifted to plug up the middle. He's near the bag at second, and Hope is playing in on the grass. Acker ready. The 1-1 one, one pitch to Snyder. He tries to bunt and foul tips it. 1-2. and two. Brooklyn, 5 runs, 7 hits, and no errors. Cincinnati, 1 run, 6 hits, and 1 error. Cubs leading Philadelphia one to nothing and Turk Lowne has just come on to relieve Tom Pohoski so Philadelphia might be kicking up some dirt now at Wrigley Field One and two Acker straddling the rubber goes to the rosin bag. Now he's up on top Gilliam held on by Crow at first, nobody out the one and two pitch to Snyder. Cut on as a high drive to deep center. Gus Bell up the terrace, to the wall, at the wall. Leaps, but it's off the top of the wall. Gilliam had to hold up and goes to third on Snyder's double. Gilliam now comes to the plate and runs right through Herman sign to score. Billy Herman had held Gilliam up. He was waving his hands at Junior. And Gilliam just kept on coming as the throw went to shortstop Roy McMillan, who turned and fired into second. And Gilliam, without a play being made on him, scored all the way. So Snyder doubles to center, and Gilliam legs it over for the run. So the Dodgers now lead 6-1. to But Junior had his mind made up. He was coming. Batter skill Hodges with Snyder at second nobody out 6-1 Brooklyn Acker delivers and he, Hodges runs up the butt and takes it low ball one Snyder's drive the center came within two feet of clearing the center field wall Bell went up the terrace to the wall leaped as high as he could and was about a foot short in his leap Ed Bailey and pitcher Tommy Acker now meet halfway between home plate and the mound Brooklyn 6 Cincinnati 1 we're in the eighth inning. Hodges trying to pile it on before a big crowd here at Crosley Field. After Hodges comes Amarose. Boy, Gill is soaking wet. Real summer day out here at Cincinnati. A Cincinnati summer day. The 1-0 pitch to Hodges. Cut on and foul by. 1-1. Gill appeared to be trying to take a shot to right that time. At least Wally Post thought so. He was breaking towards the line. One and one. That ball ran up the screen, stuck in the screen. The crowd gets a few giggles out of that. Here's the attendance. 28,524. Two, eight, five, two, four. The voice in the background giving us the official paid attendance. 28,524. 28.524. Five two four. 2 ready Check second The 1-1 pitch is outside Backhanded by Bailey Ball two Hodges around the bunch 2-1 So with 28,524 added to the Previous two attendance figures The Dodgers and the Redlegs In the three game series Averaged a little more than 26,000 per game Also, 78,268. Packer ready. A look at Snyder. Has a pretty good lead off second. The 2-1 pitch to Hodges. He pushes a butt in the air and it lands foul outside of first. Two and two. The Philadelphia Phillies came up with two runs in the eighth inning. At the end of seven and a half innings of play, the Phillies two and Chicago one. The Cardinals have added another run in the eighth inning. So at the end of eight innings of play, the Cardinals, four, and the Pirates, nothing. That's Von McDaniel pushing the shutout thus far. At the end of seven innings, the Giants, two, and Milwaukee, nothing. Two and two, the count to hockey. 6-1 Brooklyn, nobody out in the eighth inning. Tom Ackaretti in relief of Brooks Lawrence. Sidearm curve is outside, ball three. Full count the Dodgers have drawn roughly 278 or 978,000 thus far this year. So another 20,000 or so in Chicago and will be over the million mark on the road. The 3-2 pitch to Hodges. curveball, ball and he just does check his swing. It's outside, ball four. It barely protests. Gil started off and just did check. Hodges at first base of the walk, Snyder at second, nobody out, and Sandy Amoros to batter. Amoros fly to right, has a punt single, and lined to single to right, batting 3-0-3. 6-1 Brooklyn, they're looking for more here in the eighth inning. Hoke is inside the bag at third, expecting a bunt. Packer ready, delivers to Amoros, who takes on the outside corner for a strike on one. Ron McMillan riding Duke Snyder's back at second, trying to cut down his lead. Crow is not holding Hodges. He's inside the bag and ready to come to the plate. Art Fowler continues to throw away in the Cincinnati bullpen. Carmacker set, checks his men at first and second. Now the strike one fits Amorose. He does bunt up along third. It's a good one. Hoke will have to hurry to get him and just does. So Amarose dumps to fine bunch The sacrifice works. Play going five to three. Hodges to second, Snyder to third. First base is open, and Carl Furillo, the batter. After Furillo, comes Campanella. Furillo hit into a double play in the second inning. but then hit a grand slam home run in the fourth. He chased in Snyder, Hodges, and Amarose, who were all aboard ahead of him. Furillo struck out looking his last time up. Carl batting 263. Runners at second and third, one out, Six-one Brooklyn in the eighth. And Bertie Tebbit, Thomas in the dugout, to his catcher, Ed Bailey, put him on. Well, so Bailey holds his right arm wide and takes the first cross outside. So Carl Frillo receives an intentional walk, and they will pitch to Roy Campanella. Ball two to Carl. Snyder holding in third. Hodges at second. Anchor set, lobs the third one wide, 3-0. You know, an odd thing in a sense, the way they talk about the rabbit ball all the time. The only home run hit today in the National League thus far has been Perlow's grand slammer in the fourth inning. Giants-Milwaukee, it's 2-0 Giants at the end of seven. It's 4-0 Cardinal over Pirates at the end of 8. It is 2-1 Phillies over the Cubs at the end of 7.5. No home runs in any of those games. All right, here's Roy Campanella with the bases loaded and one out in the 8th inning. Brooklyn 6, Cincinnati 1. Campy batting two twenty seven Has walked and twice flied to Gus Bell. Infield and double play depth now. Acker winds and delivers to Camp from the curveball low and away. Ball one. After Campanella, Peeley Reese. Brooklyn, six runs, eight hits, and no errors. Cincinnati, one run, six hits, one error. Tommy Acker winds, and the 1-0 pitch to Campanella. Fastball inside, ball two, and 2-0. Snyder at third, Hodges at second, Furillo at first. One out. Looks in to get his sign from Bailey. Now Paul Tom is ready. Wines and the 2-0 pitch to Campanella. Fastball in there. 2-1. When Cincinnati bats in the bottom of the eighth, Hacker's spot is due up first. Then Johnny Temple and Gus Bell. just waiting Hackers staring in two balls and one strike Hacker now backs off the rubber and just as quickly gets back on looks to third Ghost was wind up and the 2-1 fits to Campanella fastball cut on is a high fly ball to right it's deep Wally Post going back to grab it tagging up is Snyder going to third is Hodges and everybody makes it Snyder comes over and Hodges goes to third and the Dodgers lead 7-1 to so Campanella scoring fly ball to right field Snyder coming over. Hodges going to third and Trillo holding it first. Two runs off Tommy Acker. Dodgers seven, Cincinnati one. Two out in the eighth inning. Runners at first and third and the batter Pee Wee Reeves. Pee Wee is two for three. A bunch single. Single to center and bounced out. hitting 221. a ready and delivers, and a bunt up along the third baseline, drops foul. So Reese trying to bunt for a base hit and get Hodges over. It's not a squeeze play, not with two outs. Peewee bunted a foul. on one. Schaefer Beer sending it to you, and we certainly hope that you're buying you Schaefer, especially over the weekend times, in the convenient, party-sized quart bottles. So of course, the best way, really, to buy Schaefer is by the case. Mekka ready and delivers. Curveball, belted to left field. Robinson, almost in his track. Takes it at his chest for the out. The reef lines to left and for the Dodgers in the eighth inning. They had two runs. On two hits, a single, a double, and a scoring fly ball. And they leave a couple. At the end of seven and a half innings of play, Brooklyn seven and Cincinnati one. Well, now watch, Jerry. Well, now then, while the field changes hands, let's have a couple of young friends take the spotlight. How about it? For real, real enjoyment. Hello. Get shaper shaper beer. Mm. For real, real enjoyment. Ask for shaper. It's real beer. For real, real refreshment. Say it. Get shaper shaper beer. Yeah. For real, real refreshment. Ask for shaper. It's real beer. <laughs> That's a real trumpet. Real, real enjoyment Get Schaefer, Schaefer beer For real, real enjoyment Ask for Schaefer It's real beer Set to play in the last half of the eighth inning Ted Pazewski coming on to bat for Tom Acker The Dodgers out in front now 7-1 to So let's get right back to play And here's Finn Bazuski is batting 284. He has three home runs, nine runs batted in. As a pinch hitter yesterday, he singled into the hole of the right field. As a pinch hitter the night before, he flied to left. So Ted is one for two in the series. Lazuski Temple and Bell, bottom of the eighth inning, seven-one Brooklyn. Padres fastball a little low. Ball one, one and we just have a report on the final score of the St. Louis Cardinals shut out the Pirates 4-0. Young Von McDaniel, 18 years old, pitched a one-hitter. The 1-0 pitch to Krasinski is drilled a right center. Snyder chase, and that one she's gone. Liszewski, who always gets a good piece of the ball against Johnny Padres, comes walking off the bench and drills one of his specialties, a low-line drive home run. And it is now Brooklyn 7, Cincinnati 2, here in the bottom of the 8th inning. Johnny Temple takes the strike. Liszewski now has four home runs, ten runs batted in. A low-line drive into the right center field seat. Padres back with a fastball that moves Temple out of there. One ball, one strike. Don Gross throwing in the Cincinnati bullpen now, and back of Padres is Don Drysdale. In this heat, you really have to watch your starting pitchers. Padres to his windup. Now the one-one pitch a changeup cut on and lined to center field a clean base hit. Snyder up with the ball, so home run by Kozuski, a bullet single to center for Temple, and here comes Gus Bell. For Johnny Temple his third hit of the game He had three hits yesterday And three the day before Nine hits in the series for Johnny Temple Sandy Koufax Trotting down to the Dodger bullpen now Brooklyn seven Cincinnati two in the bottom of the eighth inning Johnny Temple at first base And Gus Bell who is 0 for 3 the batter Gus batting 292 Andres looks to first and delivers a curve and spins it low. Ball one. One and oh. On deck down Hope. So the Red Lakes came up with a ninth-inning rally yesterday, but fell short. Picked up three to lose five three. find to rally here in the eighth. Dodgers lead seven-two. Fastball, the bell is cut on and popped up. Charlie Neal floating over to his left a bit. Backs up now as the wind takes it, and now Charlie grabs it for the out. The bell pops up to short. Johnny Temple holds it first, and Don Hulk the batter. Hulk is one for three, singled in the first inning. Don batting 288. Madras set. Is not holding Temple on. Fastball to Don Hulk at the knees for a strike. Brooklyn seven runs on eight hits and no errors. Cincinnati two runs, eight hits, one error. The strike one pitch. Fastball cut on a high foul back of the plate. Campanella coming back. It's playable. He's under it. He's got it. Two down. Now here comes George Crowe with two out. Johnny Temple at first base. Bottom of the eighth inning, 7-2 Brooklyn. Crow is 0 for 3, batting 298. delivers, George Swings. There's a slice pop fly to the left side. Charlie Neal backing out and takes that one. So the enthusiasm here at Cincinnati was promptly dampened by Johnny Padres. Klazucki at a home run, Temple single, and then Bell popped up, Hope fouled out, and Cole popped up. For the Red Legs, one run on Klazucki's home run. Two hits, a man left on. At the end of eight innings of play, Brooklyn seven. Cincinnati, too. Okay, Jerry. Well, friends, before we leave Cincinnati, we want to remind you of a terrific date at Ebbets Field. You'll recall the Saturday game rained off the schedule during the last visit of the Redlegs. Well, it'll be played as part of a tremendous, finite doubleheader at Ebbets Field Tuesday, August 20th. Now, we don't have to warn you about what that means. A race for tickets of course. So do your shopping for that big doubleheader with the Redlegs, August 20th. The same two teams clash in a day game August 21st, their last meeting at So circle the date, August 20th. A doubleheader, the Dodgers and the Redlegs, a twineheader at Evers Field. For well, fans, we've certainly got some big dates coming up when the Dodgers get back home. Beginning right off with the Giants and the Dodgers on Monday night, August the 5th, a week from tomorrow. The Dodgers get back home playing a four-game stand against the Giants. Monday and Tuesday at Ebbets Field Wednesday at Jersey City that's August the 7th and Thursday August the 8th at uh, Field against the Giants so a lot of baseball coming up when the Dodgers get back home in August and the old pennant chase going right down to the wire a reminder also that Thursday's game from Chicago will be on TV as well as on radio broadcast time will be 2.25 that'll be the final game of the series between the Dodgers and the Cubs at Chicago A day off tomorrow, doubleheaders on Tuesday and Wednesday, and a single game Thursday, the Dodgers at Chicago. So Lots of action coming up this week. Well, we go to the ninth inning now with Padres, the first batter. So coming back in for the play-by-play for Schaefer Beer, here's them. Don Gross will be the third Cincinnati pitcher. Left-hander making his 24th appearance. He started 12, and now this is 12th relief appearance. Don, I guess, is like that. Oh, was just The little girl with the curl in her forehead. When she was good, she was very, very good. And when she was bad, well, he won his first four. He was four and oh. And he has lost the next six, so he's now four and six. Group seven is troubled right now. Comes on and relieves the pitch to Padres. Seven to Brooklyn, ninth inning. The sidearm pitch up high and outside. Ball one. Don Drysdale continues to tune up with Joe Becker in the Dodger bullpen. Gross ready, and back comes the 1-0 pitch, and the fastball is low and away. Ball two, 2-0. Two Dodgers, seven runs, eight hits, and no error. Cincinnati, two runs, eight hits, and one error. 2-0 pitch on the outside corner for a strike, 2-1. and one. So the Dodgers, after losing two out of three to St. Louis, trying to win two out of three here at Cincinnati. at a Padres, a line drive base hit up the middle. Josh Bell comes on to field it, and Padres at first base. I don't know if the Dodgers might see that base hit with mixed emotions. They lead by five runs in the ninth inning. It's a very hot day, and I imagine the boys will just as soon see Padres back in the cool of the dugout. But there he is at first. Single to center. Base hit number one off Don Gross, hit number nine for Brooklyn. The batter is Charlie Neal, who is 0 for 4, but what is bothering and perplexing him a bit is the fact that he is striking out. He's struck out two out of four times again today, hitting 2.59. Crow to first. Crow is not holding the runner. And Padres easily ducked back to the bag. Willis delivers, and Neal bunts foul to the right of the plate. on one Our Moore begins to loosen up now in the Cincinnati bullpen. Vicente Amora appeared yesterday in relief. 7-2, Brooklyn, ninth inning. Nobody out. Johnny Padres just singled. He's at first. The strike one pitch to Neal is cut on and belted to right field. Back goes Wally Post, way back to the barrier fence to leap up and grab it. And back to first comes Johnny Padres. Nice play by Wally Post. O'Neill has that a long way, and post balls are in. The batter is Jim Gilliam, who so was one for four, single to right in the eighth inning, and kept on coming to score on Snyder's double off the center field wall. Jim batting 250, looking for base hit number 99. Only one Dodger has a hundred hits. Gil Hodges has 108. Gross delivers, and Gilliam takes the strike, on one One out, ninth inning, 7-2 Brooklyn. When Cincinnati bats in the bottom of the ninth inning, they'll have Frank Robinson, Ed Bailey, and Wally Post. Strike one fits to Gilliam on the inside corner, strike two. Boy, it's Schaefer weather here in Cincinnati. Happy, what kind of weather do we have in New York? Same type weather, huh? Schaefer weather back there. Well, we hope you folks are having plenty of cold Schaefer. We found a comfortable spot and hope you're having a nice weekend. The 0-2 pitch is cut on and fouled away. Holding count, no ball, two strikes. takes a peek at first. The strike two pitch is outside. Ball one, one and two. Milwaukee Braves are now at bat in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the Giants lead two to nothing. Gilliam swings and misses. Down he goes. Well, Gross records a strikeout. Two out in the ninth and the batter Duke Snyder's. Snyder walked, bounced out, fly to left, and doubled high off the center field wall to drive in Gilliam. Duke batting 280. Gross looks over at Padres, delivers to Snyder, and the curve is over. Strike one. A Giants to Milwaukee, nothing. Bottom of the ninth inning. The St. Louis Cardinals have already won their ball game four to nothing over Pittsburgh on a one-hitter by Von McDaniel. Breaking ball to Snyder, down low. One and one. Don Gross ready and delivers to Snyder. Another sidearm curve on the outside corner. One and two. Two out in the ninth. Seven to Brooklyn. Gross delivers one and two to Snyder. Swings, and there's a high fly ball to right field. Wally Post is there, coming over close to the foul line, but he's still in fair ground and takes it for the out. So Padres opens up with a single, and the next three batters go out. In the ninth inning, no runs, one hit, a man left on. At the end of eight and a half innings of play, Brooklyn seven, Cincinnati two, and I imagine Johnny Padres will take a couple of minutes before he gets out there to the mound. So while we have a chance, let's listen to Jerry. Well, many of the Schaefer people certainly know how to make good beer, that's for sure. And they know how to package it for your convenience, too, friends. Just for example, take the handy Schaefer half-quart can. Now, there's a real thoughtful can. Really, it's got a nice handy shape, so easy to carry, so easy to hide away in your refrigerator. It doesn't get in the way when you're storing it, and it cools quick-like if you're in a hurry. But the most thoughtful thing is this. It holds 16 delicious ounces of throat-pleasing Schaefer beer. Two full glasses of golden amber goodness. One for you and one for your wife. You. Or you might want to share it with a guy next door. In fact, you can be real thoughtful and put the whole can by his chair. That way he can pour his own second glass when the first goes dry. So why not stock up? Get in a supply of Schaefer half-quart cans. They each hold two full glasses of real enjoyment... Schaefer beer, it's real beer. Well, the Dodgers have an off day tomorrow. Go to Chicago Tuesday for a doubleheader. And a doubleheader on Wednesday. Single game on Thursday. Then to Milwaukee for a weekend series, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. And then back to New York to for a big Monday night, August the 5th attraction against the New York Giants. So make your plans. Be on hand, but I just get back home. End of the last half of the ninth inning here, Dodgers lead 7-2. to two. Robinson Bailey and Post coming on to face Johnny Potters, who's just now taking his woman's practice. So we'll get back to the action, and here's Vince. I wish I had said that floor, Jerry. I I don't mind you rushing through the schedule out here, but when you say, don't you say get back home? <laughs> Real slow. It sounds so uh, good. Right. You know? Can come back, back home? home. <laughs> <laughs> Else, boy. Well, Johnny Padres is ready to work in the bottom of the ninth inning, 7-2 Brooklyn. Now, Johnny got that base hit in the top of the ninth and stood at first base while the next three men went out. You can bet your boots the Dodgers will watch him very carefully now. In fact, in the bullpen, they have Eddie Roebuck and Sandy Kofike firing back of him for it's blazing hot down on the floor of this ballpark. There's a hot one wide of third. Off Reese's glove. Picked up by Neal. He throws. Not in time. A nice try by Charlie Neal. Frank Robinson hit one wide of third. Reese got his fingertips on it and couldn't hold it. And Neal, backing up Peewee, backhanded the ball, had a long throw to first and just missed getting Frank Robinson. It'll go as a base hit for the young left fielder, his third hit of the afternoon. That is hit number nine for the Redlegs, 7 to Brooklyn, bottom of the ninth inning, and a ringing, wet Johnny Padres out there in the mound. Ed Bailey is 0 for 3 batting 289. Padres delivers, and the fastball is in for the strike, on one with the Dodgers leading by five, they're going for out, so Hodges will not hold Robinson, the infield back in a normal depth. Reese, however, protecting the bag at third as Bailey swings and beats one foul to the right of the plate. one 2 Well, they'll be singing up and down the National League today, at least right now, for the final score is in from Milwaukee. The New York Giants and Johnny Andonelli have shut out the Braves 2 to nothing. reset. The 0-2 pitch to Bailey cut on and missed strike three, and he gave him a real slow curve. Bailey tried to time it. It almost fell out of his uniform, trying to check his swing and then started again. So Padres gets his third strike out of the afternoon. One out on the ninth, and the batter Wally Post, who is 0 for 3. Wally batting 236. The outfield goes the other way now, deep and around the left. Frank Robinson at first in the ninth. 7 2 Brooklyn. East side, nine hits. The Red Legs have committed an error. Fastball is cut on. There's a high fly ball down the left field line. Neal going out and slanting into foul ground. Amaro's coming on. It's Neal on a brilliant catch in the bullpen. Charlie Neal all over the place makes a fine catch way down in the Red Leg bullpen. And it is extremely tough territory down there for a couple of reasons. First, Because the field slopes in foul ground for drainage purposes, you start to run downhill, and Charlie was running with his back to home plate. And secondly, he had to watch himself. Or if he had stepped on one of the home plate rubbers in the bullpen, he might have taken a header. Charlie stayed with it and made the play. Fine running catch by shortstop Charlie Neal. Two out in the ninth inning. Brooklyn seven, Cincinnati two, and the batter is one. It was one for three, batting 255. Out of 28,524 on hand today. Padres delivers. Fastball to Little Mac, and it's inside. Ball one. Johnny Padres checking signs with Campanella. Ready, and the 1-0 pitch. Fastball down low. Ball two. 2-0. Sometimes when a ball club has, oh, a five-run lead in the ninth inning and two out, you'll see the pitcher wind up. He's going to disregard the base runner at first. But Padres is not doing that. He's keeping an eye on Robinson anyway and working from his stretch position. McMillan waiting, 2-0. Padres delivers and gets the outside corner for a strike, 2-1. Tomorrow, the off day, and we'll be talking to you Tuesday afternoon. It'll be Don Newcomb and Sal Magley in a doubleheader with the Chicago Cubs. And there'll be another one, another doubleheader on Wednesday. Padres delivers 2-1. Fastball is lined to left field. Ambrose coming over. Grabs it at his chest for the out, and the Dodgers have won a big one and have taken two out of three from Cincinnati. And Johnny Padres, who is all pitcher, and he is brilliant, away from home in particular, has done it again on the road. Jerry has some fine statistics on Johnny Padres. Another brilliant performance. He gave up one run in the first inning and then nothing but smoke rings the rest of the afternoon till the eighth. Red Legs got one there, and that was it. And the Dodgers have won it seven to two to take two out of three from Cincinnati. For the notes on Johnny Padres and also the statistics and to wrap it up is Jerry. Okay, Vinny, For Johnny, his sixth consecutive complete game road victory, allowing a total of three runs in 54 innings. And today Johnny did it by allowing no walks. He struck out three and kept the bases well scattered. The totals for the Dodgers: seven runs, nine hits, no errors, and five left on. And for for Cincinnati, two runs, nine hits, one error, and six left on. So at Cincinnati, the Dodgers lost an 11 inning opener, six five, then bounced back yesterday to win five to three, and today, seven to two.